Welcome to the Manning Up Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Tree of Life shooting that happened over the weekend. We're going to talk about the media's reaction to that a little bit. And then we are going to talk about the media bias to pretty much everything that happens is automatically Donald Trump's fault somehow, no matter what it is. They find a way to tie it back to Trump. We're also going to talk about some other violence that's going on in the U.S. today. Not today specifically, but going on uh, over the weekend. And then a little bit about campus, about Ohio State. I don't know if you are in the Columbus area, but there's some exciting stuff that are about to go down. About to go down in Columbus. So let's go ahead and I want to give you guys a basic rundown of what happened over the weekend and what happened in Pittsburgh at a synagogue. A anti-Semitic, mid-life, mid-aged guy went in there and was shouting, uh, all Jews must die, and was able to kill 11 and wound 6. Four of those who had died were policemen. So just right off the bat, I think that we should take a quick moment just to have a, a moment of silence for those who are have been affected by this. This is the most egregious act that anybody anybody can do. I mean, to take another person's life is is sometimes so overlooked. It happens so frequently that we've become almost desensitized to something so evil. And this was the worst killing of uh, worst anti-Semitic attack in American history, or the most fatal one, I believe. That being killing eleven years old, and immediately, immediately, what happens? And it's so disgusting. I mean, immediately you turn on the TV, and all that's being talked about is, oh, is this going to be a gun? This is gun control, or this is Trump's fault. The rhetoric, the temperature of our, uh, the temperature of the nation. I mean, this is all just so politicized. And so quickly, I mean, it was before the bodies had even been been buried, and they're already politicizing this. That is just not at all the way that we need to conduct ourselves, and the media should be ashamed for what they are doing. And uh, me commentating on that, I think, is a totally different. Is totally different. I want to go out. Like my job is to look at what's going on. At least what I'm trying to do is to look at what's going on, and give my take on it. That's what I'm doing here. And so I don't want to I don't think of what I'm doing as politicizing this incident. I'm merely just saying that the fact that politicization is happening shouldn't be happening. And what they're saying is is that due to the rhetoric of Donald Trump, due to his in quotations what some of them are saying, winks and nods to uh, white supremacists, to racists, to anti-Semites, that this is just the product of his rhetoric. Which to me, it seems so crazy. Not only does he have grandchildren and relatives who are Jewish, not only is he one of the most supportive presidents in all of American history towards Israel, and not only does the Israeli, uh, I believe it's president, maybe it's prime minister, the Israeli president loves Trump. How how can you even try to twist this into this is Trump's fault? How can you even try to do that? When the guy was not even a Trump supporter. What doesn't make sense to me is that there's this blatant double standard going on in the media at least when you want to say that, oh, the bomber who supported Trump, this is Trump's fault. 
But then at the same exact time, when somebody doesn't support Trump, oh, the guy didn't support Trump. This is Trump's fault. Where is the consistency? Where is the consistency? I mean, if you're going to say that the bomber was Trump's fault and that this guy who um, who shot up the synagogue, that if that was his fault too, then how are you not going to condemn things like Hillary Clinton's call Hillary Clinton's call to incivility? How are you not going to condemn Maxine Waters' call to incivility? How are you not going to condemn the sh- the shooting that just happened? Uh, not of people, but of a Republican satellite od- office in Florida. Over four gunshots were fired into an office of of, of the Republican Republican Party down in Florida. How are you not going to condemn these things or even say that it is due to your rhetoric? If you're going to say that rhetoric caused violence, violence such as the bombings and the shooting in Pittsburgh, then how are you not going to say that the, that your own rhetoric is causing the other side. It is a complete double standard. And if you're going to say one, you have to say the other. Not to say that there should be this happening on both sides. I really don't think that um, I really, this is what I believe. Unless somebody is legitimately calling for violence, that is the only time you can blame somebody. What is true though, is that you can say that due to the rhetoric, due to the intensity of our politics right now that it is causing this incivility like that might be true and we need to tone it down a little bit and remember that we are all americans we need to remember that people have different opinions we all want what's best for our nation but we have two different methods of getting there i think that once we really remember that remember that when you're talking to people who don't agree with you that they don't hate you or they don't want to destroy everything who you everything that you are just remember you both want what's best for this country you both have very different ideas of how to get there this has to be key people have to remember this if we're going to start acting civilly and if we're going to reduce the violence that is going on in our nation i think that that is all I want to say on that. Um, I kind of briefly touched on what happened down in Florida. Not much is known about it. It happened yesterday. A Republican Party, or sorry, the Republican Satellite Office in Florida. I can't remember where where it happened. I think I actually have the article up. I do. I do have it up. It says... Um, Florida law enforcement officials said on Monday that several shots were fired into the Volusia County Republican Party's office in South Daytona, which resulted in shattering windows and damaged drywall. So thankfully, nobody actually got injured. But with this type of uh, violence and incivility, if you're going to say that it, that it's a cause of rhetoric, then you have to say on both sides that it is the cause of rhetoric that your rhetoric caused this and that Donald Trump's rhetoric caused caused what happened over the weekend or which is which is a very weak link by the way but if you're going to say that at least be consistent my I don't agree with it on either side in in, in either fashion but I want to see consistency that is so much more important please be consistent and that's not happening it is a blatant double standard 
So I, I really don't want to get too emotional about this. I don't want to um, say anything fueled by my emotions, fueled by how how awful the media is treating this. And almost every single title you see on any of the articles is almost a blatant lie. Please, I challenge you. I ch- okay, I challenge you guys when you are when you are looking on Twitter, when you are looking online, and you see the articles of titles. Do not take that as fact. When you see a title, please go into the article and at at least read most of it. Get a general understanding of what it is. And I and I, I bet you, over fifty percent of the time, after. Okay, I bet after 75% of the time, after you read the article, you would have titled it differently. They are misleading and they are sometimes entirely untrue. So I challenge you guys, when you are are looking at titles, don't take that as fact. Actually read it. Take some time and inform yourselves on what is actually within that article. I know I fall victim to that as well. And I've really challenged myself to get better at it. So come along with me. Come along with me on that challenge. And let's all become a more informed public. Whew. Okay. Now to get into some more local news. Local news that being on campus in two weeks from today. Today is Tuesday. I don't think I said it yet. But today is Tuesday, October 30th. This week I'm not going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I'm going to do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday to see if I can keep to a more consistent schedule. Um, just to just to try things out, kind of change change it up a little bit. But anyways, in two weeks, Ben Shapiro is coming to campus. If you don't know who that is, he's a conservative uh, commentator, pundit, analyst, writer of the writer at the Daily Wire, Daily Wire, one of my political thought leaders. In a lot of ways, I agree with him on virtually virtually everything, but there are times when I think that he could be much more eloquent in what he's saying. I think that sometimes he is uncouth in the way that he puts things. Not not to say that I don't not to say that I'm perfect, but I, I'm only looking at what, what he says and sometimes I think it might be a little harsh or um, he doesn't take into account people's feelings as much as he should. But anyways, he's going to be on Ohio State's campus in two weeks. I'm thinking about doing a couple interviews with the inevitable protests that are going to go down. I want to interview people, see what their opposition is, see what their opinion is on the on free speech or his, what they would call hate speech. And so I'm going to make a video. Let me know if you guys think that's a good idea, if you want to hear something like that, want to see something like that. I'm also thinking about incorporating video into the podcast so i'd be filming it as well as recording it and i would be uploading it to a youtube page i have not made the youtube page yet but i will let you guys know hopefully by the end of this week i'll have it up you can go ahead and subscribe there follow it share do whatever you can but i don't think i'm going to implement video until i get enough interest so if you are interested in seeing seeing me while I talk, if you're interested in some visual aspects to this show, to this podcast, uh, go ahead and give this vi- give this podcast a like, give it a share. I will see that you are doing that. I will notice that there is an interest in a video aspect to the podcast, and I will um, continue in 
in fi figuring out what will be the best method in order to give you guys a video as well as an audio. So that is some interesting stuff coming up. As far as my cultural critique for today, I really, I was really trying to find something good and find something that would relax you a little bit without having any political implication. But I decided, you know what? Today is a very political podcast. Why don't I do a little bit of both? So I've got a little story right after this, right after I give you the song of the day. And I will tie it into a little bit of politics. So here it is. This The song is I Left My Heart in San Francisco. It's by Tony Bennett. Go ahead and sit back, relax, enjoy it a little bit. And then I will tie it in with some politics. The loveliness of Paris Seems somehow sadly gay The glory that was Rome Is of another day I've been terribly alone And forgotten in Manhattan I'm going home to my city by the bay I left my heart In San Francisco High on a hill It calls to me To be where little cable cars So in case you guys did not know, San Francisco has been slowly deteriorating for the past few years. And a lot of people on the right are attributing this decline due to its liberal policies and um, liberal governance. I would say that, that that might be an accurate representation. I mean, if you want to look at places that implement the most liberal of policies, you can look at Chicago and you can see the, uh, gosh, what was it? 24 people over the weekend were shot in, Chicago, in South and West Side Chicago. If you want to look at Detroit, Detroit was a, a haven of violence for a long time. And that has been in democratic control for, man, probably since the 60s, I think it has been. So it would not be too far of a guess to say that San Francisco is deteriorating due to liberal policies. And something that's kind of crazy that's not even in the mainstream news yet is that many of the homeless people, many of the people living on streets in San Francisco – some of them are claiming that almost all of them are starting to get these skin sores all over their body. They are uh, infected, they are swelling, and it almost looks like a form of leprosy. And nobody is talking about this. So the streets of San Francisco are so disgusting, they are so infected, that people are getting sores all over their body. It's not, this isn't necessarily politics, but this is, this is news. This is news that, that there is a there's going to be an epidemic in San Francisco if we don't do something about this. 
we really need to to find a solution to this problem. And I don't have I don't have an answer for you guys yet, but maybe maybe I will on Thursday. Yeah, I guess I guess you'll just have to tune in. I guess you'll just have to wait till Thursday's podcast and listen to see if if I have any uh, commentary on this. And I'm gonna leave you on something nice. Okay, it's been it was a stressful weekend. This uh, seasonal weather is really getting to me. I know it's getting to a lot of people in Ohio. And I want you guys to keep your head up because I'm trying to do the same. And with all the violence that's going on in our nation, with all of the politics that are dividing us, we need to look at the silver lining wherever we can. And so I'm going to leave you guys with my favorite Bible verse. It comes from Matthew 6.34. And it says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This has been the Manning Up Podcast. I'll see you guys on Thursday.